Okay, hello everyone. We're back with our eighth episode of the EJ Sparks Conversation podcast. And today I've got um, Scott Keating, who's from Shepparton. And, um, and I first got onto Scott through my friend Maddie, who, um, who works with his wife. And she told me about his story, uh, about, yeah, about his story and, and his journey. And funny thing was, we actually both ended up going to the same event down in Melbourne, the um, the Momentum Lifestyles Building Better Blokes um, event, which was just last Thursday, and um, and we sort of yeah had an awesome chat there, and and I'd already wanted to try and get him on the podcast, but it was just handy going down there and, and meeting him then, um, and sort of you know starting that conversation and, and here we are today, Sunday, a couple of days later, getting in and sort of recording a podcast and I thank you, Scott, for coming down to Bendigo and, and sort of making time for that. Um, welcome, mate. Beautiful. Thank thank you. It was, yeah, thanks thanks for the um, privilege for inviting me over. So, awesome. yeah, looking yeah. forward to it. Looking yeah. forward to sharing and seeing where we go. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. <laughs> um, so, the way I kind of like to start all my podcasts, which sort of just I suppose breaks the ice or just um, you know gets people to know you a little bit differently. Maybe is um, asking you what is your weirdest habit that you have, like that not many other people have. My weirdest habit. Yeah. Uh, my wife would say I've got lots of weird habits. <laughs> a lot of people would say I've got a lot of weird ha- habits. That's but right. I suppose um, my weirdest habit probably is. Well, I don't think it's weird, but a lot of other people yes. do. I, I get out in nature most mornings. Yeah. Um, and I actually like getting out in the dark. I get up early, and um, so often I'm down the river out in nature, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning yeah. when it's dark. Um, awesome. And I love getting – well, I believe the way you start your day sets up your day, but I love getting out in, in when it's dark because it sort of takes it takes my eyes away. And yeah. I've got to use my other senses. It's like yes. you can smell the rain or you can smell the bush or hear yeah. what's going on, and, and that awareness of what's around me that – um, yeah, a lot of other people think it's weird to be down, down no. the river at four o'clock in the morning or five o'clock in the morning. So that's probably one of the weirdest ones. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And and that's something that I do myself as well. Well, um, I'm not that I'm, weird. I'm, We're I'm both an, weird. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm an early riser. I get up yeah. at five. Um, you beat me by an hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do the same thing, get out into nature. And, and I like trying to beat the sun yeah, you know, get up before the sun actually rises. So yeah. um, no, that's awesome. That hour before, or that time yeah. before the sun rises, is just calmness. Yeah, yeah it is, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So I do that, which most other people are going. Why you're out of bed that early? Yeah. And then why you're down the river? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So I do that. No, that's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Well, um, let's take a step back to when you were sort of in high school, seventeen, eighteen. I know it probably might have been a little while ago, but. What sort of sparked you then? What ignited you and, and got you sort of doing? And where could you see yourself going back then? Or were you a bit lost? Yeah, I was still still lost at that stage. Um, I I probably I had an incident happen to me when I was around about twelve. Yeah. Um, I was down the down the Shepparton Pool actually with mum and my sister. And, yeah. We had a swim and had fish and chips down down the pool, and then they went in to get changed. I went into the male change rooms to get yeah. changed, and I went into the only cubicle there that um, had a door on it because the other as yeah. most male showers are yes. just you all shower together, yes. and that's how it works. And um, I heard a knock on the door. I opened up the door, and a, a guy, probably I don't know, mid to late thirties, come in, and um, an incident happened there, and I. 
so from then on, um, from then to about, I pro- probably will get to it, but probably yeah. when I was about 35, my timeline's a bit blurry, yeah. but but I reckon about 35. But that sort of happened and, um, you know, I, I love the book, uh, The Five Love Languages, yes. that yes. really explain what your love language is because I know my parents love me, but my love language is um, physical touch. And, yeah. And... So that incident that should have been horrible and it was wrong, yeah, wasn't horrible because it was physical touch. It was my love yeah. language, and and I took that as that ran me down a whole different path of um, addictions to sex and that sort of thing because yeah. I I I took sex as love. Yeah, um, yeah. And I connected the two at that young yes. age, and yeah. So that ran me down a, a track, and then I remember. So I had a couple pivot, pivotal things where my, my nana, and again, I, I was lucky enough to grow up with three grandparents. Yes. Um, my pop passed away when my mum was pregnant with, yeah. with me. Oh, wow. But, um, and they, they loved me to pieces. Yeah. But I had my nana that I just felt no matter what I was doing in life, she loved me for who I was. Yeah. And she passed away when I was about 15. And, mm. and I, I grew up with two awesome role models, male role models in my dad and my, my grandfather, yeah. his, his dad. And um, they were gentlemen, um, but at the same time, they were still hard men, as yeah. in they didn't cry, they didn't go. Kind of yeah, 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 and I grew up, so when my nana passed, I just learned. Yeah, that I, I didn't grieve. Yeah. I, I, so I held that in and really struggled there. and So just a few things like that, and then I was a, a, a pretty soft and gentle child yeah like as, as a young yeah. bloke and then you know between i suppose that incident happening and and it probably being a male that i that yes. that incident was yes. that so to try to deflect that and also then what i saw in society mm-hmm. i tried to be that alpha male yeah, and yeah. be someone i wasn't and you know started doing fighting and yeah doing weights and learning karate and kickboxing and boxing and yeah. ended yeah. up and you know going into the steroids and being the biggest, yes, yeah, baddest version, I toughest version I could be. Um, so that went that went right through. So I, I, I um, yeah. So still at seventeen, eighteen, um, very probably yeah. And then that's when you know alcohol come into it. Yeah, probably around there a little bit earlier. Um, yeah. So the binge drinking come in, yeah. and, and and yeah, that addiction. <laughs> so addictions yeah. just started piling up, it, yeah. piling up, and piling yeah. up, and um. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, it's interesting that on the surface, I was functioning. Yeah. I was functioning to everyone else. Everyone else thought I was doing okay. Uh, but yeah. inside, I was just torn apart. Mm, I was yeah. just struggling, struggling big time inside. And, yeah, that went on. And I suppose from there, um, I got married. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I just struggled right through that whole time. And it was just every, every day was a battle. It was... Um, yeah, just just dark yeah. place and 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 you know I had addictions and I I loved um I spoke to a guy a couple of years ago who oh, I used to box with and yeah. and he's guy who we didn't think would ever fall off the rails but he he got addicted to ice and went missing for a couple of years yeah. uh, missing as in he was still around Shepparton but uh, missing yeah. as a person as as a functioning yeah person sort of thing and and he said to me one day that and it just made made sense to me and it's always stuck with me that. Because um, I had a handful of addictions, and but our addictions are, and it was true for me, were solutions. Yeah, they, they yeah. Were 
pretty crappy Ways solutions. To ease the pain in another sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get yeah, to ease the pain and, and to do that, and then they become problems yeah. after that sort of thing. Whether it was the alcohol, whether it's drugs, whether it's sex, whether it's yeah. whatever sort of thing it is. Um, yeah, and that that sort of happened, and yeah, went through that. So yeah, still at seventeen, eighteen, I was pretty lost. Yes, pretty so lost. Where did that? Because knowing you now and and only knowing you briefly that's not the person I sort of see. So where did that change for you, like from going down that path that you were going down to what you are now? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I struggled. As I say, on, on the surface, everyone thought I was the best dad, the best husband, yeah. the best friend, the best whatever. And yeah. so everyone saw that and then it got to a point, and I'm, I'm guessing I, was, I reckon I was 35. Yeah. Um, 35-ish. And yeah. I remember just having enough one day. I, I, I've got my own windscreen business and mm-hmm. I was in the shop and something happened. I can't remember what happened. And I just shut the door, started driving to Melbourne. And back then was before the uh, the freeway came yeah, yeah. through. So we had to go through Murchison. And I remember turning off a road just before the Murchison pub and heading down there. And as I turned the corner, um, I was just numb. People were ringing me because I was missing, yeah. and I wasn't answering the phone, including my wife, and and then obviously she yeah. couldn't get on to me, so others were ringing. But I turned the corner and and I was just numb. And I remember putting my foot down to the floor at a VN Commodore back then. Yeah, and I remember yeah. putting my foot down, pardon me, and and I remember looking down and and also remember feeling the car couldn't go any faster. And right. I looked down; it was at one hundred and ninety, which now yes. I realise there was a. Um, the Commodores had a chip in and that limited the speed yeah. and, and the car wasn't made for 190 so it was fair swaying yeah. over the road it was a skinny road as in it was you had to get off to let the other car yeah. come through so it was lined with gum trees down down there and I just remember going saying to myself I'm going to run myself into a tree yeah. and yeah. um and it was even looking back now it was scary because I was numb there wasn't yeah. there was no thinking there was no rational behind it, it wasn't like well I'm going to it was no intention. There yeah. was no. It was just numbness, and I had this crappy voice for years, which you now I think a lot of people have that voice yeah. talking to them in the head. Yeah. And, and for once, and the only time I can remember that voice actually saved me because um, I was debating whether I turned right or left into a tree, yeah. and, and and that voice said, "It doesn't matter. You're going to muck it up anyway." I said, "Muck it up," but yeah. muck it yeah, up yeah. anyway, um, and you'll become a quadriplegic and you'll be a bigger burden to your family and that sort of hit me and yeah. and I remember stopping and I remember it feeling like it took so long because I was doing yeah. 190 um so it took a long time to slow down then I just broke it broke down in tears yeah end up coming home and um going to the doctor the next day yeah. I got diagnosed with depression yeah um got put on medication and yeah, so I went on that journey for a while, just yeah. taking the medication, numbed out and, and doing that. And then I had a had a point where my, my oldest daughter, my mm. middle, middle child, came yes. to me about she made a – I'm pretty sure it was a country Vic basketball yeah. team and she said she made it. She was all excited. And I remember going, oh, that's good. And I just caught yeah. myself that moment going, I'm not sad anymore, but I'm not happy. Yeah. And obviously these drugs had leveled me. Maybe they did their drug job or yeah. whatever they had to do. But – I hated that because I am an emotional person. Like I, I like my having feelings, and, yeah, and I just yeah. realised I had no feelings. I was just numb and yeah. and going along. So I suppose, and I I caught myself saying that 
I wasn't born with depression, so why do I have it yeah, now? And exactly. why, why can't I not have it again? And and then I started exploring my life. And it's probably the first time I took responsibility for myself. And, and it's probably the first time I started being honest. Yeah. Honest, where are you now? What, why are you here? What's, what are you surrounding yourself with? And yeah, looking at the stuff around me, I just had, I just had addictions and ne- negative behaviors. I was on sporting yeah. committees and, and I get into every argument. Like yeah. if someone would, yeah. would just get into any, any argument, anything, any negative I could find, I was just going down that, that road and, yeah. and doing that. And yeah, that, that's the time. So I'm guessing that would have been. 36, 37, because yep. I, I reckon I was on the medication for a year or so. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that incident happened, and, yeah, it was the first time it made me take – well, it made – yeah, it was something that just take popped up, and I took responsibility. Yeah. Took, started looking at my life and started being honest instead of – Blaming bull- other things. Blaming others, or, bullshitting yeah. to myself. Oh, you're doing better than what you are, and yeah. putting that – hysteria on where my marriage is fantastic i'm a fantastic dad i'm a fantastic friend my business is fantastic and none of it was it was it was just all front and and inside and behind the scenes i was falling apart yeah it's the first time i took responsibility and ownership of where i was yeah and yeah until i did that yeah i couldn't start moving moving forward. forward yeah and i think um like that's sort of a really, really interesting thing and a really important thing because at the the workshop that we were at down um, in Melbourne, Blake was talking about like shame and how like if we don't bring light to that shame, we can sort of never move on. And I think you sort of resonated with that and it was, it was talking about that with me down there. Like how did you then start to bring light to your past and, and move on? Because it it is hard to take responsibility of your life and maybe of what you've done in the past yeah how, how did you sort of move on from that yeah definitely and, and that was and that was my thing because I, I was if I look back it was a combination of um to go get help and and to start moving forward or start looking at strategies to move me forward and and to start speaking about it yeah. it was it was a combination of my ego yeah um, yeah that I've built up this reputation that I'm this big, tough alpha male. Yeah, yeah. Um, so between the ego, shame and embarrassment, it mm. was all them emotions um, that I carried. It yeah. was the ego wouldn't let me forward. The shame and embarrassment, mm. I was too ashamed and, and embarrassed yeah. to open up and say things that I've done or, yeah. or thoughts that I had and also behaviours I actually had done. Yeah. Um, so it was. it's not easy. Like it's not... It's a big step. It is a yeah. big step to move forward, but it, it's, yeah, it, I knew to move forward and I, I realised, I suppose, when I was going through and realising what was holding me back and, and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, I had to take ownership of everything I did. I had yeah. to admit, first of all, I had to admit to myself because so, it's yeah. so easy to go, oh, no, you're not, you're you're, you're in a better financial position yeah. or you're in a better real position with your marriage or you're in a better, you so I had to be honest so, and, yeah, yeah I own that. Um, but then also I had this thing because because I had addictions and some people knew I had it, some people didn't. Yeah. And, and and even when you're trying to hide things, you always think people know. No, yeah, um, yeah. So it's all uh, you're on the defensive no, all again, the time yeah. looking. And, and so to really move forward, I, I knew one thing that was holding me back because people talk about, um, you know, um, they struggle – with with 
failing sort of thing. Yeah. I, I was probably struggling with success as much as anything because if I succeeded in an area, would that highlight mm. – could someone go, oh, you, you had an addiction to this mm. or you had an addiction yeah. to that or you're this or you were that or yeah. you did this really crappy thing or – so I kept myself small right. um, because I didn't want to put myself out and there uh, because yeah. – that would come out. And, and for me to move forward as, you know, whether it was a, as a human, but even as a husband, a father, a, a business person, yeah. um, then moving on, eventually sharing my message, I just had to put it all out there. And that actually, even though it's a big step, it, it actually, I took my power back. Yeah. Because why I, why I had the skeleton in the closet, I was always worried about protecting that skeleton. And yeah. oh, I don't want to say too much or be shared, you know, be too much out there because someone will go, oh, but what about that that skeleton? Yeah, yeah. Whereas once I put it all out there, yeah. there's nothing they can say. No, they, yeah, yeah, they could go, oh, but you did. I go, yeah, yeah, well, I, yeah did. I, I told you if you have a look, yeah. you know, because I share some stuff on Facebook and or talks. So I go, yeah, well, well, I've shared that. Yeah. And, and it takes their power away and that shame, and it's still a journey to go through, but that shame's gone because mm, yeah. I've owned it. Um, I've made mistakes. I own yeah. my mistakes. I... I've tried to apologise or make up for the mistakes I've made. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes you can't, but you, all you can do is own it and go. Well, it's been a journey. I've learned as I've gone through. At the same time, I, you know, I'm I'm a massive believer in the grateful list and yes, I was gratitude. You were mention yeah, that. yeah. Well, I sort of um, like even this morning. I, I, I it's so. Even the grateful list was a, a journey because it yeah. was like when I woke up in the morning, I used to write three things and there was no emotion, no feeling. It was yeah. like, I'm grateful I woke up. And yeah. that's how it was written. Right. That was the yeah. emotion. There was none. Eventually, the emotion that come into it. But I've got to a stage now where I'm, I'm grateful for everything in my past, yeah. including that incident, um, because that incident and everything else has made me who I am today. And yeah. it's so easy. Well, it, it, it's easier to become grateful for the good things, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it's harder, yeah, to be, harder to be yeah, grateful for, and to accept the, those yeah, tougher times, the things that happened, and yeah. yeah, the tough things or the the maybe the crappy things someone did to you, the crappy things you did to someone else, yeah. Um, and it's about ownership of all of that, and yeah. Um, but yeah, I found when yeah when I when I took that step to come out and it, it and I released things slowly. It wasn't yeah. just like, Bleh. yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. everything. I'll just dump everything out here, and that's. And some people do that, and yeah. that's cool if that's what you do. I suppose I tested the water, and I, I let one thing out, and, and yeah. <laughs> have a look around, and let that that settle for a little bit, yes. and then share a little bit more, mm. and a little bit more. And as I've as I've gone, I've surely shared more and more, and then that shame and and embarrassment um, yeah. has has gone because. Um, and the thing is, once you start sharing that stuff too, someone else goes, oh, that happened to me or I did that. And you go, hang on, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a freak. I'm not. Yeah. That did happen. And, you know, it was a crappy thing I did or, or whatever, but other people have done it and other people have moved forward and, yeah. and helped other people maybe who have gone through it or to avoid it or whatever. So mm, um, I suppose that's my thing now is if I can go around and share and, it's, you know, if you mm-hmm. can help one person in an audience or whatever it is, then my message means something. My journey means something, something to yeah. someone. And, yeah, so that's, yeah, as in lifting. But it is a big thing to, we're all, I think most of us have got something we're ashamed of mm-hmm. or embarrassed of or and we've got shame around it. But once you take, I find when you come out with it, 
then you, you're going to get some haters and yeah. oh, you're, you're, you're shit because you did that or whatever. And you're going to get that. And that's, yeah. that's their journey, um, yeah. not your journey. But by taking ownership and that's all you can do is, you know, we put people, murder people and get put yeah. in jail and get a second chance. Yes. So, exactly. you know, we all deserve a second chance. Yes. Everyone deserves a second chance. It also helps me not judge people. And, yeah. and I found when I wasn't sharing, I was probably very, I was, well, not what I was probably, I was very judgmental. Yeah. I judge everyone else because... I love the saying, you know, there's two ways to build a tallest building. And yes. the others, you know, you can get off your bum and go build it, or you can sit on your bum and tear the other person's down. Yeah. And that's what I used to do and not proud of that. But yeah. it was the easy, crappy way to look good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now it's about getting out and, and, and doing that. And I, and I tore people's buildings down because, as I say, it said more about me than them and and. Mm-hmm. and I was in a crap spot. I did crap things, so why should they succeed? And and so if someone's tearing you down, that's generally where, where they're coming they're from. Coming they've got their yeah. own issues. Um, they're not admitting, yeah, they've got yeah. things they're ashamed of or or whatever, and you're yeah. putting the light on their shame maybe and yeah. they're feeling crappy about no, it, if that makes sense. And yeah. No, yeah, so, yeah, it was just a journey of getting out there. And it's, yeah, not, yeah. not easy to do that, but... Once and you take ownership, no one can throw stuff at you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and at the time, were you seeking professional help and were they sort of guiding you through or were you sort of um, going, using other methods to try and sort of help you through that whole process? To go through? I I, I didn't use, I went to a doctor. Yeah. Um, to obviously, the day after um, yeah, I almost threw myself yeah. in the tree. I remember going to one counsellor um, mm-hmm. and I really struggled with it. It lasted about five minutes and it was an interesting, and I get where this person or this lady was coming from, but I went and went, I decided at this stage I need to take 100% responsibility yeah. for my life. And I went in, said that, this counsellor barreled me, yeah. absolutely barreled me. Yeah. Um, and I ended up walking out of that session five or ten minutes, uh, probably five minutes into that session yeah. because... But I also get where she was coming from because she was, she accused me of being controlling and taking 100% responsibility yeah, of right. something is a controlling aspect. And when I found out, she, she was also the counsellor for uh, a group of um, domestic violence and yeah. stuff and, yeah. and, and of women. Yes. So yeah. she took it as I was controlling. Yeah. And I, so I fully get where she was coming from, but that wasn't the intent of... I can only control what I can control. Oh, and I yep. love the saying, um, my, my son had a, had a coach um, coaching me in soccer. Yeah. And when he was in the AIS, it was control the controllables. And, yeah. And I love that saying. And, and that's what I was trying to do was control the controllables. And I wanted yeah. to take 100% responsibility of my life and yeah. my decisions, my the things I've done, the things I haven't done, the things I could do. Yeah. That sort of thing, not 100% control my wife life. or control yes. the kids or control whatever, but... That's how she took it. So, yeah. yeah, that lasted five minutes. Yeah. So I was at the stage, and this is probably 10, 12 years ago, and so I actually didn't seek professional help in the yeah. fact that I did, but I didn't. I, I, I seeked, I was, and this is probably where the shame, embarrassment, yeah. living in a smaller town, um, probably yeah. come into it. Yeah. Everyone knows everyone. everyone and once um, you start seeing something, yeah, work it out. Talk, yeah. talk starts happening. Yeah. So... I did seek professional help, and, and, and this is what I see with people now. I think people now, there's conversations like, you know, you're doing an awesome yeah. job, um, getting conversations happening, especially for the younger people, and even yeah. older people my age now, it's 
the, the shame and stigma of going to get that help yeah. um, has lifted or is lifting. Mm. I went and got my help through Wayne Dyer was a massive, massive. Yes. Um, his teachings were massive to me. Um, he's passed away now, but yeah. but got I think I've got every book, and I'm not a fast reader. I've got every audio book and yeah. every seminar I could find that he's, he's been in. Tony Robbins yeah. um, is massive with strategies and, yeah. and things like that. Um, who else? Les, Les Brown back then. Now there's Eric Thomas, ET, yeah, doing yes. their stuff. People like Oprah, like sharing her journey. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she had a horrific childhood and, and mm. upbringing and where she's got to. So just taking things and, and I see so many people now and uh, I get f- frustrated in one one sense, but then I don't because whenever I share, there's no judgment because I got stuck for 20 years. Yeah. So I don't have the right to judge Judge, anyone else. Uh, But but it's it's I I get the thing with the I think it's the NDIS, the funding in that's not there and then professional help can cost, you know, people saying $160 an hour and that sort of thing. But there's so many people sharing where you can take a strategy Mm. and start implementing and that's what I started doing. So I learned some strategies from Wayne Dwyer or Tony Robbins or Oprah or whoever it was. And then I just started implementing and I just started doing that. So yeah. I did get professional help, but not face-to-face it's, stuff. Yeah. And, and, and it's more than more than ever now because like oh, the, the podcast, podcast you know, yeah. someone's been interviewed or someone's got a TED Talk or someone's yeah. put their seminar up on YouTube or, yeah. or you know, as I say, podcasts. It's, it's audio books. It's, and there's it's so much out, out on social media, like so many good posts, yeah. everything like that. And that's what I'm starting to learn. Like I probably – couple years ago wasn't a fan of social media and even probably the start of last year wasn't a fan of it um, because I was probably getting really consumed in it myself and probably consumed around the wrong things Um, but once I started consuming and and following the right people and and sort of understanding the messages and then applying them to myself I realized the importance of it and and how good social media can be if you use it in a positive way Yeah, yeah and that goes for everything like you know, your YouTube, like podcasting, as you said, it's it's all out there. Everyone's yeah. been interviewed, you know, at yeah. least once, like yeah. all the big people. They're all and, there. Um, and free. it's free, isn't it? And, yeah. and that's what I'm trying to, I suppose, in my personal journey to get out there to other people um, is to listen to more podcasts, listen to audio books, you know, watch YouTube channels of, or YouTube videos of these inspiring people and these bigger names because... I started that last, or probably 2018, halfway through, and realized the benefit of it. And I suppose that's how this came about, was just through all that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's you're absolutely right. Like, you, you sort of, people get trapped in that mindset that, you know, um, I can't get out of this situation because I don't have enough money or whatever, but there is always another opportunity, always another way to get out, isn't there? There is, and, and I relate it to fitness because I believe, my belief mm. is the mind is a muscle. Yeah. No different to your biceps yeah. and you want to go to the bench, you know, uh, yeah, curls, bicep, bicep curls, curls yeah. and all that. But it's a, it's a case of, um, you know, when people, to, and again, I get it because I would have had people and I know I had people going, yeah. Scott, don't do this, do this instead, and I didn't listen. Yeah. So I didn't implement anything and hence I got stuck for 20 years yeah. or 25 years. Yeah. But yeah. but it was it's no different to, and that's what I see now and I relate it, and this might make sense to you know, the people listening, is it's like saying I can't get fit. Mm. I can't get fit until I can afford the gym membership yeah. and I can afford a personal a trainer. Yeah. Well, 
you can you can start doing push ups, sit ups, and start eating healthy today. You don't yeah. need to. You know, you can jump on and there's apps yeah. um, for fitness that so you can go do a little routine. You can go do yoga. You can go do meditation. You can go do yeah. here's some eating apps how, how to eat healthy and. You know, and I, I love, um, I don't know whether you've heard of Jim Rohn. So Jim Rohn was yeah. Tony Robbins. He was sort of the mentor the mentor for that, that generation. Yeah. And yeah, wow. Jim Rohn, if you listen to Jim Rohn, he, um, he goes, his stuff is so basic and it's almost we've complicated it. Like Jim Rohn's is, if you want to be financial, spend less than you earn. If you want to get fit, eat healthy and exercise. Yeah. More than yeah, you know, what junk food you mm. consume. If you want yeah. to want to have a good mindset, put good stuff in. Mm. It, it's all back to them real, real the basics basic when you, and then you know Tony Robbins and all that have come from that sort of thing. And um, yeah, and it, it's getting back to them basics, and it's also basic, and it's all around us. Yet we get stuck. We yeah. we get stuck, and it's as I say with the fitness. We anybody can go for a walk today, or most yeah. people can go for a walk today. Most people can can do a push-up or, mm. or do a couple sit-ups and watch them telly, do in the ad break, do some sit-ups yes. and push-ups yeah. or just squats, do something. Exactly. And, and it's the same with our mind. And, you mm. know, that's where I went at the start. When I, when I, one of the first things I did was um, took, like a business, took a stock take basically of my life. And, right, yes. And I looked around and what was, and I believe, and, and I got this probably from Stone, Tony Robbins off memory, was everything serves us. If you're taking alcohol or you're gambling or you're whatever, it's serving you on some level. Might be a crap level or a yeah. really basic survival level, yeah. but but it's serving you. And so what I took stock of things that were, that were moving me towards where I wanted to be or moving me away from where I wanted yeah. to be and – and so my thing was, I used to get up in the morning as I'd make breakfast, I'd watch, I'd turn the telly on and it'd be all the news. The and, crap news, you know, like ten, sad nine, stories. Nine crappy stories and then we saved a cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that one story at the end that goes, oh, and, and something was good. But, yeah. but most of it's negative. And, and so all I did was, or a lot of, well, not all I did, a lot of what I did was I'd get up in the morning and then I'd turn the telly on, but I'd press YouTube where I got to choose the channel yeah. because I think YouTube is either I think it's still the second or um, biggest search engine yeah. behind Google or yeah. it's overtaken it's yeah. up there anyway yeah and um, so I could pick I used to box so it was either boxing or fit you know I could watch Mike Tyson boxing or and, and or Muhammad Ali's mm. speech or yeah. or whoever it was um, or it was an Oprah interview or it was mm-hmm. Tony Robbins you know a five minute clip or but I, I'd choose how I started my day. And, and back then, now I get out in nature, but I had that negative yeah. voice. So it was good to be distracted, not yes. be by myself. Yeah. So it was about being self-aware about that. But I did that. And then through the day and going to work or whether I was driving the van around, I, I put well, tapes back then. Yeah, so yeah. Food, cassette yeah, tapes. Yeah, if the your listeners school. might not know about the yeah. cassette tapes, <laughs> but big cassettes and then the CD. Yeah. Now, now, obviously, it's you know podcasts. Uh, it's it's audio you know, Bluetooth and yeah, Bluetooth in yeah. my radio. But um, then I come home at night, and I'm I'm I like reading, but I'm a very slow reader. Yeah. Um, but probably ten minutes before I went to bed, I'd read a book, and yeah. you know that could be a few pages or yeah. or whatever. So I'd and I used to even when I was diagnosed with depression, I'd I'd fall asleep, not a problem, yeah. really easy. But I'd wake up at one o'clock every single right. morning. And the world was bigger, badder, and scarier because it was just me. Even though my wife, even though I wasn't sharing at that stage, yeah, I had distractions through the day. Yeah. Like you could, 
there was someone there or someone to talk to or something yes. to distract you where you woke up at one o'clock in the night and you're just There's looking no at the roof in yeah. the darkness and so what I did and I couldn't turn a light on and read because I'd wake my wife up or yeah. so I, I just filled it it was a little iPod back then I've still got it today and I yeah. just filled it with all these audio books and oh, so wow. I just put that the earphones in my negative voice would still be talking but somewhere I'd fall asleep and it's all a process so over yeah, years wow. you know that stuff was just all over days and weeks yeah. and months that stuff was just going in i wouldn't listen to tony robbins at 1am because you'd be bouncing off the ceiling oh, but yeah but someone yeah. like wayne dyer who or deepak chopra and and these people that speak with real pretty, simple yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, pretty, terms yeah um, mellow, yeah mellow stuff and i'll just put that stuff in listen yeah. to them them reading their audio book or whatever it was and yeah so it's just yeah. You know, the sum of, you know, I love that saying, you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself yes. with. And, and these days, you might not be able to get around people. I now get around people. Yeah. I still implement other stuff, but I, I have the resources. Well, I suppose we always have the resources, but mm. I, I, I have the connection. I've made the connections now to mm. to build my have network. Have positive, yeah. Yeah, and, and not be, you know, what they say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So, yeah. Um, I, I get around them sort of people that that push me and test yeah. me and and challenge my beliefs, but it's also I, I can get around Oprah. I can go sit with Oprah for yeah. half an hour, listen to her talk or her interview. Like mm. you know, the people she's interviewed are amazing, and her knowledge coming from interviewing them people is amazing. And I can sit with Oprah. Uh, yeah. like, you know, it's my grandparents couldn't sit with an Oprah. Like nah. they nah. had they had to go find Oprah, which. It would be very hard to get to yeah. get close enough to, but we can sit with an Oprah. We can sit with a, you know, um, whoever it is, yeah. Yeah, Gandhi or yeah, yeah, or, Martin Luther King. Yeah, Martin Luther King. Um, yeah, yeah, all, you know, all, all the big Mother Teresa, or, yeah. whoever. Sort of, um, we can sit with these people and listen yeah. to their teachings, and and so if you haven't got that network around you, yeah, you can do that. You yeah, can, we can do it so easy these days. And I think. And I, I keep referring back to um, the the Momentum Lifestyle yep. event. That was an awesome, like, awesome event. There was so much yeah. that came out of it. Um, and they really sort of said that, you know, in this day and age, we are so connected by our phones, by technology, social media, whatever. But if we were to write down our five closest friends that we could, you know, rely on, most of the people in society don't have that there. No. But I think there's hope, as you were just saying then, that yes, we may not have those really close friends and we may feel very lonely, but we can actually turn to these sort of people, these bigger names, these these ones that have got recordings, got audiobooks, got whatever, and, and listen to them and, and surround ourselves with them mm-hmm. to then lift us up, which then I suppose in turn will um will get us, you know, changing our beliefs and then once we change our beliefs and, and start opening up and being vulnerable, then we start surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. Yeah, definitely. Then, yeah. So, um, and that's what I found. When, when I put on the the false me or the false yep. front, or, yep. or, um, I was surrounded with and, – and I still get along with some of these people really yeah. well. Yeah, But I found since I've started – being the real me, being vulnerable, being the real authentic, me. Authentic, yeah. Yeah, authentic. And, and – um, the right people are now coming around yeah. and I'm, I'm connecting with the right people. We're catching yeah. up. Um, yeah. Whereas, and you know, I think I said to you that when I was diagnosed with depression and, 
And I've since heard Greg, uh, Greg Carey, I played footy with Greg yeah, Carey. Yeah, um, yeah. Jim Carey, yes. Jim Carey say, um, he said in a diff- well, slightly different way, but I've always explained my depression as my soul was sad yeah. because my inner world and outer world weren't congruent. They weren't matching yeah. up. I, who I was inside, I had, had, you know, whether we call it the man mask or that mask mm. on to, to go out to the world and I, I, I was That's who I thought I had to be. Yeah. Um, Whereas once I pulled that mask off and let my walls down, um, so much good come in and so many people, authentic, authentic people who matched up with me come around. Yeah. And, and some people don't match up and that's cool. You're not, that's not your tribe. That's not yeah. who you're meant to be around with. You're, and, and that's fine. But yeah, just to have that. And Greg, uh, Jim Carrey said the same thing that he, 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 being the actor that, and I can't remember his words, but he basically said his whole life he's been acting. Acting, yeah. And he's sick of being an actor. Yeah, um, got very just sad. To be, and, yeah. and that's where his depression come from as yeah. well. And, and I see so many people that um, are doing that. And, and it's interesting, and I, I think we're in a really interesting time mm. where we're going, you know, women need to be this or females need to be this and men need to, you know, Maybe the general message that yes, I see yeah, is yeah, yeah. women need to be more powerful and, and men need to be more, more vulnerable, vulnerable sort yeah. of thing. But I think it's deeper than that. I, I think everyone just needs to be them. Yeah. Like, Because you might be the alpha male or the alpha female. Go do yeah. that. Go do that. Why you not hurting other people and you go do that? If you want to be the, the, the softer version of that, male yeah. or female, go do that. Like, yeah. Just be you. you be yeah. you. And if you're the house husband and that's what you want to be or you're the male nurse or you're the next president yeah whatever but just be you and be the real you and be authentic Mm. and and live a happy life yeah (laughs) yeah and just just do that and and you know masculine and feminine it's all it's all individual it's yeah it's who you are and being you is okay yeah that's probably the biggest thing is just realizing you you're okay. Hey, yeah. You're better than okay. Yeah. You're awesome. You're, you're, awesome you're so you are. special. You're you're the only person that is like you. Yeah. Stop trying to be a copy of someone else, else. because yeah. you know, what, what they say, like the Mona Lisa is worth oh, heaps. Yeah. The copy of Mona Lisa is worth nothing. Yeah. Like, so be you. you yeah. You know, don't exactly. be. Be the Mona Lisa, not the copy of it. Yeah. Definitely. And, and be, yeah. Now, um, I know that you have slightly a different take on vulnerability and how, because a lot of what I'm trying to grasp as well in um, in just having these conversations is um, men's mental health and sort of a lot of what of what a lot of people are saying, particularly like Brene Brown and and sort of you know a lot of these speakers are saying that we need to be more or males need to be more vulnerable and open up. But you have sort of a slightly different take on that. I, I understand that like um, we already are vulnerable in taking the the risks that we do, but can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, I think it, and I, I definitely get what people are saying, and, and yeah. I def, I've definitely taken what the general public, well, the yes. general consensus is, it's, and yeah. and I've become more vulnerable, you know, in in feelings and, yeah. and all that sort of thing um, and in general and in, in my marriage. Yeah. It's def, definitely important, but what I feel too is I feel. Um, with males, and, and I went through a stage of watching a lot of social media stuff, and and I felt like every day I got up, I need to apologise for being a male. Yeah. Like, it was like, I'm evil, um, yeah. or the male breed is evil, evil and, yeah. and you've done this and you've done that, and, and that sort of thing. And 
Yeah, yeah. We, we got, and I, and I think the figures the other day were six males are suiciding every yes. day in Australia. And we need, and, and the world's changing definitely, and, and we need to change with it mm-hmm. um, as females are changing with the world's changing and yeah. we all need to evolve and, and move on. But I sometimes feel that, and, and a lot of other males I speak to feel um, that bashing's not the right word, but they're being put down or, yep. who, or, or who they are is not... They're, they're not being acknowledged. Acknowledged, yeah. And, and the things that they yeah. are doing right. Yeah, and, and there's so many things we are doing right, and that's yeah. right. We're picking the you know 10% we're not doing right or yeah. and, and forgetting about the 90% yeah. because... And as a vulnerability, I, I, I see males as... You know, if, if you look at this, the stats I saw, and I can't remember if I saw them the other day, but if a job description says, mm. um, here's 10 criteria you should you meet. meet, this is what the stats said, not me, that that females in general need to meet nine of them before they believe they're worthy of going for that job. Yeah. Males will go, oh, I meet six of them, let's have a crack. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, this is generalisation, but these are the stats. So having a crack at a job that you're not qualified for, oh, yeah. That to me is vulnerability. Very vulnerability so. to me is is doing something in the unknown that you yeah. don't know how it's going to go. The you know males forever, and you know this is probably changing as well. Is but males forever in my generation, it was expected that we'd ask the girl out, or, yeah. or now it can be the partner uh, out. Yeah, but we we do that. Well, that's vulnerable because you're letting your whole guard down. Mm. You're and you're going. You could go no, go away. You can get rejected. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not interested. And, yeah. and that, that to me is vulnerability and. And I think we need to acknowledge that males are vulnerable going and maybe, you know, in my day it was there's some crap happening and, and you go stick up for, you know, your partner yeah. against maybe two other guys. Well, yeah. I could cop a flogging here yes. and I'm being vulnerable. It's, it's yeah. like I, I, this could turn bad. And, 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 yeah, doing them sort of things and taking the challenges and taking the risks um, is to me vulnerability. And, yeah. and I'm not saying... As I say, we, we can be vulnerable in different ways, but just showing that acknowledgement that, you know, mm. the male in your life or, you know, whether it's your, your, your dad, your brother, your your boyfriend, your husband, whatever yeah. it is, your cousin, they are being vulnerable. Most of them are being vulnerable in some way. If we're not vulnerable, we just sit on the couch and do nothing. And, yeah. And we don't want that. We want people still going. We want their males going forward and being proud. And, you know, you, you speak about the momentum night the other, yeah. other night and that's what i come away with going you know what males have got a lot to be proud of mm. um Definitely. yeah we do you know as a collective we we, we can get better yeah. um we can definitely get better and, and learn and improve but we have to, we do a lot of good things yeah we do a lot of good things in society and and we shouldn't be ashamed of that either no. we should be proud of who we are and 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 going forward yeah definitely and sort of i think what we've just talked about is a lot of that like you know taking responsibility um taking away that mask being vulnerable um how do you sort of yourself um and i want to try and get some practical tips out of this i suppose how do you um become self-aware because i think that's where it starts i think that's where um as a collective society not not just males not just females like collectively we need to become more self-aware how do you become self-aware of your own sort of internal? Because you were saying before that your your external wasn't lining up with your yep. internal. Yep. Where was that sort of um, switch from where they didn't line up to where they do line up now? 
Yeah, I, I think. And what some practical yeah, tips yeah, you and, did. And the switch, like, so, yeah, when, when I was, yeah, I, I was doing what society, I thought society wanted. As, yeah. As, and, and we have stereotypes, you know, and I, and I think they're both harmful in, mm. in you know, I was speaking to my wife, Cherie, the, uh, last night we were talking, actually yeah. on the way home from Melbourne, and, you know, I said, you know, the women's stereotype or the female stereotype is, I've got to have the house clean. The kids have got to be spotless. Yeah. The tea's got to be on the table at five o'clock or six o'clock yeah. when my husband gets home, and I've got to be all prettied up and kiss him at the yeah. door. And so we all got these yeah crappy stereotypes that yeah. And if that fits what you want to do, then knock yourself out. Yeah. But if it doesn't, yeah, don't. But so I suppose that that alignment come when when I I started. I, I suppose when the it happened. I caught myself that moment. Yep, I caught myself yes, of I'm not. Yeah. Ha- I'm not sad. I'm not happy. That that was where I started to look at myself. But when I started to look at myself, um, we we I, I went into. I started looking at what these people were doing, like whether it was Wayne Dyer and all the people yeah. I mentioned, Oprah, um, and they were all meditating. Yeah, they all had a gratitude or, yeah. or a gratitude journal um, or yeah, some, some aspect yeah, of gratitude yeah, um, strategy yeah. around them and and so i started taking on what they did and i did the meditation i did the wake up at four o'clock sit on the couch in the dark in my yeah. house and cross my legs which is not comfortable <laughs> yeah anyway um and <clears throat> part of me and and, mm, yes. and all that sort of thing and and what i found is I find meditation to me is massive, and yeah. but meditation I've also discovered has taken on many forms for me at the it moment, is. and for the last fair period it's been getting out in nature. Yeah, um, it, it was a stage of going to the gym really early by myself in the morning, yeah. and that was my because you know you lift some weights and then you have your break between the next set, and that was my alone time and yeah. thinking time and, and I was moving and, and doing that. So meditation to me was massive, just sitting and and that's my thing now when I get out in nature, mm. I find when I was going through my daily routine as it was, get yeah. up, do this, do that, do that, in the house, I, I got into Groundhog Day, yeah. Groundhog Month, <laughs> Groundhog Year and all that thing. sort of thing. Yeah, where, yeah when you I get out in nature, in. the ducks are in a different spot or some the kookaburras made a different noise or yeah. this morning I put a, a video up and I'm making doing a live and the kangaroo about 20 metres away from me jumped behind me and yeah. that makes me realise that every day is a different day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so knowing every day is a different day, is it just makes me aware of my surroundings and mm. then while I'm sitting there, I'm not – because, you know, meditation, a lot of people are trying to clear their mind and yeah. mine's just trying to just – be present to where I am, yes. and 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 I do that, and by being present, and that's that's probably my thing is, uh, and again, it's being self aware, but my thing being out by myself, yeah, um, I love being by myself, and yeah. that's where I process what's going on in my life, what's yeah. what's happening around me in the world around me, yeah, what's my take on it, um, so. Yeah, just being self-aware and, as I say, meditation to me, that might be go to the gym. Yeah. It's, it might be, as I say, early on it was I needed to be around people because mm. that was a really crappy voice and I don't know how my really crappy negative voice would have gone with me by myself. Yeah. So it was just 
listening to yourself, mm. listening to taking some time and, you know, we're all busy yeah. and, you know, you get up at five o'clock, I get up just before that yeah. and it's making the time because people go, oh, I don't have time. Well, make no, time. Mate. I don't have time either. No. I, I'm pretty busy and you're, you're very, you know, or what's yeah. your, the stuff you're doing around here and with yeah. other stuff you're doing, you're busy and, and so you've got to make the time. It's exactly. not finding, you won't find it. No, no. You won't find that time. You've got to make the time for yourself. I and I love, again, a Wayne Dyer quote that, you can't be lonely if you love the if you like the person you're alone oh, with. Yes. And yes. And um, that was a process because I hated hated me. I hated the person I was with, so I didn't want to be alone. And, and yeah. so that was about putting all them positives in and 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 going on that journey. Because when I was about to run myself into a tree, I hated myself. Absolutely yeah. hated myself. And it was a journey from going from hating myself to, oh, you're okay, Scott. Yeah. To yeah, you're good. I, yeah. I like you. And then finally loving who I am and loving, and you know, it's, it's sad in society. I, I, I find it interesting and I suppose it's still the same today, but when I grow up, if a put down is you love yourself. That's a put down we say to people. Yes. And wow, yes. if everyone loved themselves, wouldn't that be a better world? It like, would be. Yeah, you're, um, you're right. But it's just, yeah. a pro- and it is, it's a whole process from going from the day I was going to run myself into a tree yeah. of hating myself, not wanting to be here, thinking the world would be better off without me, my friends and family would be better, better off without me, yeah. to finally loving who I am, yeah. accepting who I am, accepting my flaws. I, I make mistakes. And yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll, and I'll make more mistakes, but yeah. that'll okay. be a learning and, I, and I'll learn as I go. And But to do that, but yeah, just being self-aware of, I also, I went through a stage and, and, and it's about staying self-aware because I started listening to you know, Wayne Dyers and all yes. that that I say, so spiritual sort of leaders. Yeah. And then my business wasn't going anywhere. And yeah. Probably even um, around me wasn't spiritually. I was I was yeah. pretty getting grounded, but then it was awareness of going. Oh, I need to build my business. So my business is is falling a bit behind. I need to. You know, listen to some podcasts about business yeah. or go to some business seminars or yeah. so it's just being aware of and I love and I don't know whether you've seen the life wheel of, of, of the life wheel of yeah you can break it down to however yeah. you want whether it's relationships intimate yes. relationships financial mm-hmm. spiritual physical health yeah. mental health yeah. but even just doing a wheel and breaking little pies up like yeah. divide that up into that area but taking and I do that still now is where am I at like if the center of that wheel is zero and outside is 10. Yeah. Where am I sitting? And, and yeah. then I can draw a line between the between them and go, oh, you know, my physical health yeah, is only a two. A my spiritual, yeah, yeah I'm um, 10 on spiritual or nine on spiritual, but yeah. now I've got to work on that part of, so just being aware of all parts yeah. of um, what makes you up or what makes, what's important to you. It's, yeah. you know, whether it's your, you know, your, your marriage or your intimate relationship, mm. whether it's, being spiritual yourself and, yeah. and whatever that means to you, it's it's you know that can mean so many different things to do. As every area can, your physical fitness can be yes. different. Exactly. You know, you, someone wants to be a bodybuilder and go on a competition. Someone, someone wants just to wants to lift to ninety or or, yeah. or go to yeah, they want to run a forty-two kilometer. I'm not sure why, but some people <laughs> want to do that. But yeah, but yeah, and that's what being aware of, of what, yeah. what, what what do I need physical? What do I need spiritual? What do I need to do in my relationships? And yeah. and that sort of thing. So yeah, I find that wheel and, and just being, and it can be that wheel. It can, uh, and if you Google life wheel, it'll come up. Yeah. Um, but if, if you're unsure of, you know, if people listening are unsure yeah. what I'm trying to explain, explain. Yeah, I've got a lot of hand actions, yes. got a lot of hand actions going here, but that's not helping people yeah. listening. But yeah, if you Google life wheel, yeah. it'll come up, but you can change them 
pies, p- bits of the pie or the quarter. To and, your to, life. Yeah, to yeah. what fits in with you and just being aware of – so that's a good exercise to do yeah, to see where that. you're at. And and then even you can do two of them, do one where you're at, one where you want to be. be. Yeah. And, you know, that's not, oh, I want to be a 10 in everything. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, yeah. you know. But, um, you know, spiritual might not be – you'd be happy with an eight yeah. or whatever it is. But then working out the gaps and – and working our strategies for, for each, that, and yeah. you know, we, we improve in that. what we focus on. And you know, if we don't focus on our physical health, yep. all of a sudden we're and I've lived this, we're twenty kilos or thirty kilos heavier. But that's not a that's a process, and, yeah. and it's the same with the mental or the the, the mental health side of it. And I, I love that aspect of it. Is is like physical health is how do we move forward? Right. Because I didn't wake up one day. With depression, no. it was and when I took stock of my life. Yeah, I let little things slip. They slipped a little bit, yeah. then they slipped a little bit more, oh, then a yeah. little bit more, and, and a little bit more. Then I hit bottom. Up. Yeah, like when you obese or you put yeah. on twenty kilos, you don't wake up one day and go, "Oh, I'm oh, twenty kilos heavier." Yeah. That's a, a two, three, thing. four, five year process. Yeah. And, and so also to get back, you've got to realize, I'm not saying it's got to take the five years to get back, no. but it's going to take a process. Yeah. You're not going to get up the next morning and go, right, yo, my mental health is perfect, or I've lost 20 kilo. It's, yeah. It's a process. You might lose that 20 kilo quicker than what you put it on, but it's still going to be months. Yes. <laughs> it's still going to yeah. be creating new habits, looking at the habits and rituals that you've got that have got you where you are and you've got to do something different. Yeah. You want, nothing exactly. changes, nothing changes, and, and change something up and – and that's yeah, it. do that if that. I, I really loved what you said about like meditation and how you, you did try like your, your standard or what people probably seem as like woohoo kind of meditation. Um, but then you like tried other bits. And going back to the, the momentum night, Genoa um, said that meditation is like exercise. Exercise, there's so many different types of exercise. Yeah, you know, there's, there's yeah. CrossFit, there's know weightlifting there's cardio there's like hit training interval there's all these types it's the same with meditation and meditation is exercise for your brain and there's so many different types of meditation around there and it's not just sitting there trying to get rid of your thoughts it's actually being aware of your thoughts but not getting caught up in them and that's what i'm trying to sort of i suppose get out there to everyone because um yeah like you, you can literally go for a walk not be have any distractions and just sort of walk and be very present and that's what meditation is is that being present yeah um and i mean a good start is the guided meditations and and that mindful stuff but then you can expand from that yeah yeah yeah, that's right when you're not used to it with someone voice going because i think that really does (laughs) yeah yeah it is it's a good start and yeah it is it's just being aware and i think when you when you do that um yeah when, yeah. when you when you start doing that sort of thing you start processing your thoughts and yeah. and you know another key in and when I, when I get by myself and and think of something I, I suppose now I and I think the boys spoke about it mm. um, on Thursday night yeah I think it's Friday night Thursday yeah. night and and you know being being aware of challenging your thoughts because yes. your truth's your truth. True. It's not necessarily the truth, truth yeah. because it's, it's like, you know, we have, you know, Tony Robbins says nothing has a meaning until you put a meaning on it. Yep. And I love that because yes. we, we yes. get to choose. We, you know, I don't know whether, you know, the kangaroo I saw this morning gets to choose their choose, meaning, yeah. but we do. And, you know, we have cultures around the world that 
somebody passes away, you know, their 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 parent or their their partner can pass away, and they celebrate. Mm. We also have cultures where we we get sad for six months or twelve yeah. months or five years, and the same things happen. So the only difference is the meaning we we mm. we choose to put on right. it. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously they choose some fantastic. sort of celebration of life. And we choose, oh, we've lost. Yeah. We've lost something. They go, oh, we were blessed with. And I, and I, just just something, probably a little bit off topic. No, but no, go for it. A, go for a, it. a guy that I go around and help out at a seminar, and it was interesting. And it's something I, I say to a lot of people now when somebody's passed, because my screensaver is my dad. Yeah. Um, he passed away five years ago. And uh, I was touring around with this um, business seminar, helping them out, and Aaron, the main, you know, the bloke who yeah. his company and main speaker, he saw the phone. He said, oh, who's that? And I said, oh, my dad. He said, well, um, what's the biggest lesson your dad taught you? And that got me thinking and got me in uh, gratitude mode of, yeah. wow, what did my dad teach me? What was the biggest lesson? And, and all of a sudden, you're looking for the goodness in that situation. And, yeah. and, and that's just something that stuck. And that was probably two years ago he asked me that question. And that question just stuck with me about, you know, what's the basically what's my dad's legacy? What 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 did he what what did he teach you? And you know that that changed. I said something straight away. Then I've been thinking, and then it went to yeah, something else. But evolved. it got me how grateful I am that my dad was in my life for so long. He was, and yeah. he got to teach me some lessons. And and you know what that main lesson and just changing the questions we ask ourselves yeah. or people ask us yeah. um, can change from oh, I'm sad that my dad's passed away to. Oh wow! How blessed was I that my dad got to teach me that lesson? And, yeah. and I suppose that's yeah. What you know, as Tony Robbins said, nothing has a meaning mm-hmm. until we put a meaning mm-hmm. on it by changing the question. Exactly. I think he says. I think he says too. Full of quotes today, but yeah, no, no, ask I love better, that. Ask love better that. questions, get better answers, or yep. something like that. He says instead yeah. of asking, you know, I was asking them low level when I was struggling. It was why me? Yeah. Well, why not me? Yeah. What's the lesson in this? Yeah. Um, I I can ask a better question to myself and become self-aware and I, I suppose now when I get into that meditate or go out in nature and and even through the day I try to challenge my beliefs and, yep. and you know it, it's like and, and I suppose I bounced for 15 years or 15 to 16 years and when whenever two people would come to you it's mm. like right I'm going to pull them aside find out what happened yeah ask one person and they tell me their story ask the other person they tell me their story I'm going it's not even the same instance like yeah. it, there's it's completely different yeah, you weren't even at the same place. You're not talking yeah. about the same people. Like this is yeah. chalk and cheese. Like yeah. So <laughs> and and that's what I, I I suppose from that I've learned the truth somewhere in the middle, and yeah. it could be on a scale of one to ten. It could be nine on one side or one on the other side, yeah. but it's in the middle yeah. there somewhere. And and so when even talking about social media, I I try to um, I try to always listen to both sides. Yeah. Whereas. Whereas I try to, um, and, I, and I get the algorithm, as you say, when people picking up their phone, if um, I suppose the biggest, well, let's not make it personal, yes. but let's say it's Donald Trump. You yeah. love Donald Trump, you hate yeah. Donald Trump, and if you're following Donald Trump, that's the stuff that comes yes. through on your phone. If you you hate Donald Trump, that stuff comes through on your social, yeah. like, and on your thing. But I try to um, find a balance, and, and even stuff I, these days, I, I, is not my belief. I yeah. try to listen to it and 
find something in it. Yeah. Um, and, and that's where I do like social media because I find, well, you can do it on news too. You can listen to the project or Sky yeah. News or Chalk and Cheese, like yeah. somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah. You can make your mind up, but if you get both sides of an argument and and just challenge my beliefs, so I, yeah. I like to listen. I struggle, but I like to listen to the opposite view of mine and yeah. go, "What can I learn out of that?" Because I just believe we can learn something from everyone. You know, you can okay. say, um, "You know, Hitler was the most evil person on the world. Yeah, you know, the world's ever seen. Yeah. He was an unbelievable he leader. Was, he was, like, yeah." As a leader, he you was. can learn leadership skills and go yeah. use them for good. <laughs> like, yeah. But exactly. there's, there's no, I don't believe there's anyone that we can't learn that's something right. from. And yeah. sometimes that's negative. You know, some of my biggest lessons have been what I don't want to oh, do or what yeah. I don't want to be. So, yeah, just make. finding that balance of um, of that and then being self-aware of what's serving me and what's not serving me. And, yeah, definitely. And just quickly on self, self – and, yeah, so when I was saying before about – oh, my business, I need to go learn more about business because yeah. I was just focusing on and my yourself, spiritual yeah. or building myself and, and doing that. And it's, yeah, just finding what's serving you at the time, yeah. what you need and, you know, because you can listen to, I think you said you listen to Gary V. Yes, yes. And too much Gary V can be, oh. well, cool, <laughs> what else do I need? Full on. Yeah, it's full <laughs> on and, and, and you can get caught in that and so, oh, yeah. what, what else do I need to yeah. do? And there's just so much stuff out there yeah. and, yeah, you might need stuff on your relationship. You might yeah. need... You know, which, as I say, the five love languages with mm. Gary Chapman or yeah. yeah, there's different stuff out there of um, being aware. And, mm. and and once you become self-aware, then you can, as you said, like work on those other bits. But it's not until you become self-aware that these other parts of your life don't improve. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it is. and so, yeah, it comes back to, you know, going within to then expand out yeah and it is it's taking that time and before when i was saying and and, you know you you get up at five o'clock and make that time for yourself yeah for so many years i didn't and i was just give 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 Give, yeah yet and this is what i see with people they they give and then they're angry because this person didn't get back and that sort of thing but i look back on my marriage now and and i'm not sure my wife's an absolute champion has stayed with me for 25 years like what she's put up with and and that sort of thing is is amazing but at the time when i wasn't i was giving everything to everyone and i was Mm. drained i was absolutely drained and when i look back now and i couldn't understand and we'll just use my marriage because it's obviously the intimate relationship or the most yeah the time of the person i spent the most most connected relationship was i I, I could see I was given everything and she wasn't happy. She And I'd, then I'd get frustrated and angry, yeah. annoyed, because I'm going, I'm giving you everything and you're not, what more do you want? Like, I've yeah. got nothing more to give. And what I realized was I was given everything, but it was, now I look back, it was just low-level surface yeah, rubbish because yeah, that's yeah. all I had. And yeah. for me now going away and, and doing, whether it's meditation, whether it's exercise, whether it's whatever you love, it can be painting or yeah. taking pictures, whatever fills you up. It's now I'm self-aware to know to go fill my cup and I now give the overflow from my yes. cup. Not everything. My cup was quarter full, and I was given everything, and then my cup was empty. And then I'm, I'm, I'm wondering why I'm struggling. And so now I go fill my cup, and that's what nature does, or exercise does for me. Um, So take that time, and my wife knows too. And and I think I said to you the other day that Mm. I try to wake up one morning because my wife (laughs) likes to sleep a bit more better than I do, and so I try to wake up in the morning one day on the weekend with her. Um, sometimes I struggle, so I get up 
and I'll run out. But she also knows that when I go out and, and do that in the morning, I come back to her as my best version. Yeah. And now she gets the best version of me for the rest yeah. of the day. So it's – whereas once upon a time, I would have thought, oh, that's being selfish. Yeah. And it's it's not I'm filling me up to be the best version so I can be the best husband, the best yeah. dad, the best friend, the best business person, yeah. the best whatever I can be. And But, yeah, some mornings I'll, I'll sneak out. I try to lay there and I'll – wriggle around, but then, yeah, some mornings I'll sneak out, yeah. do a video, get out, enjoy my nature, do yeah. my, you know, my gratitude, everything, then get back and um, and sneak back into bed yeah. and, and she'll wake <laughs> up and think, oh, how cool, we've woken up yeah. in bed yeah. together. Then she'll go to Facebook later and go, you went out to do a video. Like, but so she'll laugh about it. She thinks yeah. it's funny. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's just being aware and find that balance of life and, and, yeah, you know, and I'm better at that these days. I, I do things to extremes, mm. um, which is good and bad because I think the extremes got me into a bad place, but the extremes also got me out of a bad place, place pretty yeah. quick when I made my mind up. I wasn't going to do this, wasn't going to do that, wasn't going to do that, wasn't going to abuse this or abuse that. Yeah. I stopped cold turkey and, and moved forward, which other people, it's a gradual thing. Same, and yeah. But you just got to be Definitely. self-aware and... Yeah, know mm. what works for you and what doesn't. Exactly, and it's a it's a trialing process of of doing it. Is, it it, is, it really know. is a trial and error, isn't it? Yeah, um, and just the, testing the waters, seeing if that works. Oh no, that doesn't work. Let's try something else. Yeah, um, and, and go down a different path. And but, yeah, um, find what works. Yeah, you you mentioned your Facebook lives. How did that come about? I'm trying to remember how cause I've been doing it now, and I don't even know. I should go back through maybe a year and a half. Um, yeah. and it was sort of. I started doing I, – I went around to a, a couple of sporting groups yep. and spoke, and then I went to some – we have some oh, – what do you say? There's one group the sort of disengaged youth, yep. or the, yep. a place that they can uh, hang Go, out after yes. school and have something to eat and yep. um, get around a bit better environment. Yep. And also another group um, um, that's doing an awesome job. They're, they're putting um, – Kids that are struggling, they've, they've got accommodation for them, and oh, but wow. they have a program around them that they've got a. I think it's about seventy or eighty percent somewhere in there that they've yeah. got to attend school, or yes. attend a job to keep Two going, and stay there, yeah, yeah, then they stay there for one or two years, and then all of a sudden they can write a reference and go, well, this person you know now has a job, oh, or right, yeah. and they, they you know so they'll help them get accommodation in, yeah. in outside that venue That's, into the. Yes. In common, real world, but yeah. um, so there's a program there. So I went around and started sharing that, and um, and I was thinking about this because we were speaking about this the other mm, day. And, yeah. and one of the one of the big points was in in this um, accommodation place. There was about four of us spoke, three, four of us spoke one night, yeah. and I had two young bikes come up to me at the end of the night, and one was sixteen, one was seventeen, um, and. They both come up separately and said, yeah. oh, because I shared a bit of my story and, and, and mm. that sort of thing. And they said, both said separately, I can't cry. And and I was just thinking, like, so this was only last year. And I'm thinking, yeah. we've got this conversation happening, yet we've got 16, 17-year-olds still feel like they can't, can't, cry. can't yeah. cry. And I said to one of them who was a Islander um, uh, boy, and, yeah. and I said, what about in private? He said, no, I can't cry because... My dad's, my, sorry, my grandfather's the chief and I've envisioned him seeing me work. Yeah. Um, so we spoke to him and 
and he loved his music and that sort of thing. So we worked out, could you write a song? Like, get your yes. words out in a song yes. and you can rip that song up. That song doesn't have to go anywhere. No. That can be your song oh, yeah. and can you get them out that way? But I suppose by – that was a, a real turning point that I still – because I thought we were doing a lot better – and we are, mm-hmm. but yeah. I thought we we're doing a lot better than that. That we that the you know, society, yeah, yeah, that we still got boys that can't show yeah. emotion. And they both said to me, "I can't actually." They they both said, "I can't show emotion." And yeah. and my words were, I heard a bit about their background. I said, "You're showing emotion. It's coming out in anger, aggression, frustration. It's coming yeah. out. It's coming out yeah. in negatives." And not not that I, I believe anger isn't a, a negative. Yes. People yes. get angry, and that, yes. that's cool. But it's how it comes out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and that's what I said to him. It's coming out. It's coming out in, yeah. in you know violence and and that sort of thing with these boys. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that that was a thing that I've just gone. Yeah, we need to. Now I'm I've got the skeletons out of my closet that yeah. I want to share because we just need that conversation going more as as yeah you're doing yeah. and 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 so many other people doing the boys the other yeah. night at Momentum. Um, we just got so many people sharing now and yeah. And, Starting to try to make it mainstream, you know. I, I'm, I've always been a fan of um, Paul Ruse, and yes, obviously his son yes. was one of the speakers. Yes. And I, I've just seen, and this is from a distance. I, I I met Paul Ruse for the first time the other night, but yeah. you know, he he was from a distance. He, well, I believe he was one of the first to bring in, you know, his wife Tammy into the yeah. meditation yeah. into the AFL, the top yes. level. Definitely it wasn't all was. about a. It was still about achievement, mm-hmm. but. How do we achieve? Instead of just running our batteries low, yeah. grinding ourselves until we had nothing left, yeah. how do you fill yourself up wow. to be the best you to go out and give your best self mm. on the footy field or in your marriage or in the in a group as yeah. a, a leader or a team member and and that sort of thing. So I've always been, yeah, a massive fan of what he's been doing. And yeah. so we're getting more and more. We're seeing AFL um, yeah. yeah, many sports, but AFL. Oh, there, there's been there's several cricket at the moment. Yeah. There's a couple of taken Maxwell and a couple of others have taken yeah. some time off for They're mental health, health and yeah. and um, yeah, many in foot, you know, several in football, and yeah, that that. So I suppose I just wanted to add to that conversation. Yeah, that, you know, it's all because you walk and go, oh, yeah, you know, Buddy Franklin or whatever, but and he's on a million dollars a year, mm. and oh wow, but. Just you know, like you and I are doing, just yeah. the normal everyday day person sharing a message, and exactly. hopefully someone relates, and you know, hopefully someone can look and go, well, Scott once was that big alpha male, and yeah. and I, I don't regret that journey because yeah. now more than ever, I'm finding a better balance of soft and hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can be hard if I need to be hard. Yeah, I can be soft when I need to be soft, yeah. and and I can be anything in between, and yeah. and try to find the right balance of that at the for that situation sort yeah, of thing yeah. so um yeah just no, to show that, that that you know especially a lot of our boys if they're growing up and thinking they have mm. to be one way which which we do and it, it's no different as i say we go through school in general and and we just try to fit in yeah we try to keep our heads low and for boys yeah. you know i was saying I've got two daughters and, and, you know, they go through, I reckon girls do it tougher um, in, yeah. in one respect because a boy generally, if you can put on a bit of a front, kick a football, hit a, hit a ball and play British yeah. Bulldog, you can get through. Yeah. You can just blend in with that group. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Keep low, get through, whereas girls segregate yes. into their little groups and you've got to be, once yeah. you're kicked out of that group, then you've got to mingle in the next Sometimes. group and the next group, whereas boys... 
I, I find the generalisation is when I went to school anyway, that's that bigger group. They'll all go out in the it oval, is. play yeah. kick to kick. Yeah. And if you can sort of mingle with that, you can get through. <laughs> like, yeah. But it is, it's putting on that front, even though you're not the footballer or you don't want to get yeah, tackled yeah. or yeah. British Bulldog, you don't want to get smashed. Yeah. Or, or um, if you can do that, you can get through. And, and just to show these boys that, you know, as I said with the, the Islander boy, right? You know, and obviously Islanders, they have a really good balance. As in, they're very hard. Yeah. They can be very hard people, but they're music and they, they're very yeah. soft at the same time. But yeah. But, and, and I'll just say on that, that was one of the ways I started getting my med- before I started doing the Facebook Lives was I couldn't get my words out because I couldn't speak to anyone yeah. locally, but I went down to Shepparton Lake and they had like this, um, they've done like a beautifully and you yeah. know, beautiful lake here yes. in, in um, Bendigo and when we played basketball tournaments, I've been coaching basketball, the kids have been yeah. playing that's where I'd go uh, yeah. at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'd go down to your your lake and and walk around and sit down where the restaurant is yes. on that on, yeah, on that um, scenic yeah. area down yeah. there. But it was um, I used to sit down and just take a journal. I, I hate writing. I yeah. failed English. I can't. I, you know, I don't know where to put the comma or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. you still spell two like two or yeah, two double? Yeah. I still yeah. get confused. <laughs> and, but it wasn't about that. It was, it was about just writing. And, and sometimes I'd so I'd go down every Saturday and Sunday morning, early in the yeah. morning, and I'd just as the sun come up, I'd start writing. And yeah. it was messy. I, I've never gone back and reread it, and I yeah. don't know that I could because my writing's Writing, not good. Yeah. They weren't for anyone else. But it was amazing, even just writing, getting my words out on paper. Yeah. They're out. Yeah. And then they were lighter. And that, yeah. when they were out, and also I was driving around, so I'd press record on my phone yeah. when it was in the cradle yeah. and start talking, then I'd press delete. But it was my way to start getting, yes. instead of holding on to them words and yeah. them burning me up and, and, and hurting me, yeah. I'd start getting them out. And they were just so much lighter when they get out mm. because all of us, it's amazing, like everyone's got a friend that they're struggling with something and they'll come to you and say something and you go, oh, just do this, this and this. We know what to do. Yeah. We all know what to do. Yeah, we all exactly. got strategies. And like if so, what you're struggling with, if you put it on paper, reread it and go, if this was my girlfriend, boyfriend, partner, well, mum and dad, my, my sibling, to. my friend yeah. coming to, what advice would you give them? Yeah. Take our own advice. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we don't do that. No. We, we find it so hard to take our own advice. And, exactly. and we all know, um, and the strategies are all there and, you know, you know, you, you watch everyone and the people I watch, you know, it comes, you know, just some strategies for everyone is, you know, when you get up, um, first thing, if you do a gratitude list yeah. and then a meditation, yeah. eat healthy, yeah. do some sort of movement, exercise, mm. whatever that is to you, whether yeah. they say it's running 42 kilometers <laughs> or riding the bike 100 kilometers yeah. or going for a walk, walk. Yeah. walk around the block, it's um, do them sort of things and then put good stuff around you, like, yeah. Who you who you associate with, you know, mm. you're some of the five people. So get some get a positive group around you and and um, listen to positive stuff. Yeah, like because I think where a lot of people go wrong is when they first wake up, the first thing they do is check their phone. Yeah, and they're instantly in reactive mode, reacting to the yeah. outside world, and they're not focusing on themselves on, themselves. on the inside. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I I'm a big advocate for you know journaling, gratitude, meditation being alone, eating healthy, as you said, movement. I think those things are just so important, but everyone underestimates how important they are. Yeah. And that's what I want this podcast to be about is just, you know, interviewing other people other than myself. Like, you know, I can talk so much and, and sort of tell my friends so much, but it's when I get other people that have gone through life experiences or, or done these things that then 
um, maybe it might click for them in different ways or they can relate to your story um, yeah. better. So I suppose that's where this kind of came from. And, and I, I, yeah, thank you for opening up and then sort of saying all that because I, I, this has been an awesome episode. Yeah, I've, I've absolutely um, loved it. Yeah, hope it um, yeah, helps some people out there. Yeah. The other thing I'd say just quickly, and, and anyone who's struggling, and, and I haven't really gone into his stuff, but Robert Sharma? Yes, is it the 5 yes, yes, yes. Like 2020? <laughs> I just um, started reading so, that book. So yeah, if, if anyone's struggling, and, and yeah, I need to read it and I want to yeah. read it and, and start looking at it a bit deeper, I've, I've, yeah. I've skimmed, skimmed over, over it. it yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm going to go. But which yes. is well, I should do it. My my morning routines serving me at the moment, but yeah. also, and, and and saying that just quickly off that, but yeah, yeah. saying that I've also hit plateaus at times. Yeah. So I've gone and put something, implemented something, and it's got me to the next level, yeah. and that's cool. I'm, I've moved a level. Yeah. But then to go to the next level yeah. again, I've yeah, got to implement yeah, something different, yeah. and I'm probably yeah. at that stage now. So Robert Sharma's stuff's probably yeah. Well, not probably. Robert Sharma's stuff's actually what I want to want to look into next, mm. and and so anyone who's struggling, he has a massive you know. Uh, Seems to have a massive success around yeah. his twenty twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. So look him up. Um. If, if you don't know and you're going, well, I don't know where to start. There's I'd so say check out. Yeah. I'd say on, check out. Yeah. You know, many yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and what you want, but if you want one go to, I think that twenty twenty twenty, which is gratitude. Ex- no, it's meditation. So, yeah, so it's grat- meditation. Then exercise, and then you gratitude. Like I think he he goes exercise. You, you get up and That's you right. do exercise straight away, hard, physical, fast, sketchy, sweating exercise for 20 minutes. And then you go into like a gratitude, meditation, self-reflection kind of period. And then you go into for 20 minutes and then you do a, like a growth period where you, you know, are listening to an audiobook, reading yeah. something, yeah. <clears throat> you're learning and you're like then get fired up. So you, you sort of because they're and you can go on to that and I can go on for a bit more but I'm not going to, but like that exercise gets <laughs> yeah. you going yeah gets that heart rate up it sort of wakes you up and then you go into that self-reflection and that yeah and, and that's why as so I've only just yeah. touched on that but but you know anyone who's um wants one go-to thing I, I think that yeah 2020 even though I haven't done it yet I've done yes. it in different ways, ways but yep. not in Rob Chalmers way but that Grab that strategy. Seriously, yeah. if you grab that strategy, that just covers everything yeah. we've probably spoken about yes, today. Definitely. And put an actual real structure. Well, twenty yeah, and you know, Into you can it. obviously do it longer or start yeah. off shorter if you have to or whatever. Yeah. But it's um yeah, encompassing all that and there's so much stuff. As, as I say, Eric Thomas's ET um, yeah. is huge at the moment. Yes, um he is been huge so. for a while. Les Brown I'm starting to see yeah. pop back up. Yeah. Um he sort of Went away for yeah. a little while, yeah. but you know, Wayne Dyer's about being content, being in the moment. Yeah, everyone's you know, a massive lesson I learned off Wayne Dyer was everyone's doing the best they can with the tools they got. Yeah, um, and that made me realize most people are really good people, they're just yeah. maybe struggling in their own struggles and they're not out there definitely, you know, to come and hurt no, you. Yeah. they just know no better, they're in survival mode and they're not thriving and they're just trying to survive yeah. And, yeah. and they're doing what they can do with the tools yeah, they got and, exactly. and that was my thing go get new tools if, if <laughs> again Stephen talking about plateau i've plateaued a little bit at the moment yeah got to a good stage i'm i'm comfortable but yeah. I, I want to push through that i've got to go get new tools Comfort, i've got yeah. to implement new things so yeah keep in mind and keep growing keep learning and yeah and doing that so Definitely. yeah um i just got a few more questions yep. to wrap this yep. up 
Um, so I like to ask if you were to meet anyone in the world, um, famous, infamous, dead or alive, and have like a hour conversation, a coffee with them, and so on, who would it be? Mine would be, and there's so many because yeah, I've done this like who, which six would I sit down with? Yeah. Then the six turns into. 16 yes. and, and, and all that, because there's so many amazing, amazing people. There is. Um, I'm going to say, oh, I love Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, yeah. uh, I'm going to say Wayne Dyer because yeah. his teachings were the ones that probably centred me yeah. um, and where I really started. As I say, there was other people around it. Um, yeah. You know, Tony Robbins has awesome strategies and all that. Wayne Dyer, I found, and watching his stuff and everything, just had a calmness that I needed at the time. Um, And, and yeah, just that calmness of, I love, um, I don't know if you've seen his movie, The Shift. Um, It's an awesome, it's on YouTube for free, um, The Shift. And it's a, it's a documentary, but it's made into a movie and it's got so many lessons for so many different people, every time I watch it, wow. it's, it's like picking up a book. Yes. Well, that wasn't in there before. Yeah, sure. yeah. Um, but yeah, probably Wayne Dyer. Probably, cool. yeah. And what question would you ask him? Mm. Ask him a question. If I had to ask Wayne Dyer a question, um, this is a hard one because he's put so. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no I appreciate here. this because I've read so much and seen so much that yeah. he's answered so much. Perhaps, yeah. But then if he's answered everything, why would I want to catch up with him? So there's obviously more yeah. questions I'd want to ask him. But otherwise I'd go, oh, well, yes. I'm done with him. Yeah. Who's the next one? Yeah. Um, probably my one my one question I would ask Wayne Dyer, if I had one question to ask Wayne Dyer, would be, it's a hard one. <laughs> um, one question would be, There's so many. Um, no, no, that's right. I'm trying to think. If, if Wayne Dwyer was still alive, I could sit with Wayne Dwyer. I, I would ask him. I'd probably probably ask him a question around when he. Actually, what what I'd ask Wayne Dwyer is clarification on how you be content and let things happen, but make them happen. I'd really yeah. like clarification. Right, I yes. sort of get it, but yeah. clarification around, because um, it's like the yeah, you know, law of attraction stuff. Yes. Oh, yes. Nothing should be hard. In, in what Wayne Dyer is teaching, everything should come easy yeah. because yeah. You, that should be your path. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I sort of get it. I, I, I do get it, but not. I'd like the deeper answer of yeah. how do you find the balance from doing to actually to, to letting just, it just letting it happen. Yeah. Yeah, that, that real, yeah, that yeah. would be my question because awesome. for so long I watched his stuff and going, it'll all happen. It'll all happen. Yeah. That didn't happen. Yeah. And, but then you watch Wayne Dyer. When when he, he went with his first book, um, he went around to every radio station in America, all the little ones, yeah. going on, talking, talking. So he yeah. did. He lived in his car, filled his car full of books, and he went yeah. and did. So it wasn't just I sit yes. back and it happens. Happened, but, yeah, yeah that, that would be my question, yeah, finding cool. that real balance of doing and, and letting it happen, sitting yeah. back and knowing it's the right path. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, if you were to give any advice to your 18-year-old self, what would it be? Listen to the people around you because they try to help you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, but for my 18-year-old self, and it, my, my 18 
it would actually be, and it was very interesting because Janine Ellis said this the other day when yeah. um, she was speaking at an event yeah. I was helping with, is be kind to yourself. Yeah. Just be kind to yourself. Yes. Everyone's on a journey. You're on that mm. journey for a reason. Take in the lessons. Know where you're at at the moment. It's, you're not going to be there forever. Yeah. Um, you're going to move past that. Things are going to change. That might be a hard time. Take the lessons in it, and, yeah. but be kind to yourself. Even if you muck up, be kind to yourself. Learn the lessons because I wasn't yes. quick at learning lessons. Lesson, I'd, go, yes. I'd make a mistake and I'd go, uh, uh, well, maybe if I do it again, it won't be the same. Yeah. I'd keep doing it, keep yeah. doing it. But yeah. yeah, be kind to yourself. Awesome. Be kind to yourself because you're awesome. Yeah, now perfect. And my last question, what sparks you now? Um, what gets you fired up and gets you up at 4 o'clock in the morning? Now. Yeah, what gets me up now is is what gets me up each morning is being the best version of me because yeah. I know if I can be the best version of me, then I can give the best version of me to everyone around me who deserves that. Because yeah. so many years, and this is not a regret thing, not like oh I need to make up. Um, yeah. it's the people around me, and, and whether that's people that have lived through my hard times yes. and have supported me, whether it's new people coming in, yeah. they all deserve the best version of me. Yeah. Um, and I can only go, and, and I, I, five years ago, my dad passed away, and yeah. and dad did a lot with, with sporting clubs and especially mm-hmm. cricket around, around Shepparton. And now dad had a big turnout from people he was in Melbourne with and, mm. and uh, the ship news were there, wind news were there. Yes. And Gary V talks about this is I actually want a I'm gonna be competitive yeah, here. Yeah. My dad was yeah. very competitive. Yeah, and go for it. I, I want a bigger funeral than my dad. Yeah. Um and be only because and, and not from an ego point of view, from it means I've helped so many people okay. and the only way I can help so many people is show up to be the best version of me. Love that. So wow. yeah, that's why. Yeah. That's what I, gets me up each morning. I really want to just take this moment to like commend you for the work that you do and for everything that you've said in this podcast and for making a trip over because that means a lot to me and this has been such I had to come over because you're doing awesome stuff. Yeah. No, you're so, doing um, awesome stuff too. So yeah. Thank you. For what I, the I conversation that. you're getting this, you know, and I'm, I'm gathering on, on campus and, and yeah. that sort of thing. Um, for what you're doing. Um, and it, it just takes so many of us doing that. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, once I you know, researched you a bit, we obviously caught up the other yes. night and I heard a bit of your backstory yeah. and why you're doing what you're doing. And uh, I was always going to drive across because ah, absolute privilege to be invited on your podcast. And, yeah. and, you know, hopefully, you know, what I said touches yeah. one person, but for you to give that platform, um, yeah. yeah, I'm just so privileged to come across. So ah, awesome. the privilege is mine. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Scott. Appreciate, Appreciate it. Well, there you have it, folks. An hour and a half of truth bombs. Like, seriously, Scott has got so much wisdom and so much knowledge that I was just blown away. Like, I've watched a lot of his live streams before um, and, you know, had a really good chat with him at the Momentum Lifestyle event. But, like, so much more came out of that conversation um, or this conversation that I had with him. And I'm so thankful that he, he drove across to Bendigo just top on the podcast um i was i was willing to go across to shepparton and meet him but he he decided to come to me and um i really do thank him for that 
Um, yeah, so hopefully you all took something away from this episode because um, I, I know I certainly did. I got a lot out of it myself and I suppose that's why I'm doing this podcast as well as for me to, to grow as an individual as well. But if you did take something away from this episode, please right now take a screenshot and put it up on your Instagram story. Tag myself and tag Scott Keating. I'm pretty sure it's at Scott Keating. And also send me a message. Let me know um, what you think of it. And send Scott a message. Connect with Scott. Really make sure that you get on um, Scott's Facebook page because he puts a live stream up most days and he's got a lot of wisdom there. Um, so much experience and, and he talks from the heart and I think that's so special. He's a very authentic man. So yeah, hopefully also the podcast is coming up on Apple Podcasts soon. I'm, I'm praying, but yeah, I'm, I'm working on that. So fingers crossed, but I'll, I'll let you all know when it does. But when it does, make sure you get in and listen to it on there. Leave a review, a review that sort of thing. But yeah, I appreciate everyone who, who's listened to this episode because this one meant a lot and, and I'm sorry but not sorry for it being so long because it, it just was a, a natural conversation that flowed and, and I didn't want to stop it at all because it was so, so good. So that's it for me today. Um, remember, a conversation is progress, so get out there and spark that conversation. Cheers, everyone.